Welcome back to another episode of an Extra Dose podcast. We are back. We are Samantha and Alexis of AdoubleDose.com, and we have a very special guest, Samantha's boyfriend. Would you like to introduce him, Sam? Yeah, <laughs> take the role. Yeah, give me a good introduction. <laughs> you guys might have heard him on, I don't even know when that was, but a while back. A couple months ago. Yeah, it's been a single. while. I was I was grilling him with single questions. <laughs> Nothing much has really changed. <laughs> Still grilling him every day. <laughs> I'm here for advice. Well, thank you all for having me. I appreciate it. I'm honored, truly honored to have, to be on this again. So definitely looking forward to it. If you guys hear any bones, it's because Lucy's also taking part. <laughs> she wants to be part of the podcast. So that's what you might hear. <laughs> Um, we are back, obviously. we If you guys follow us on Instagram, we were just on a trip that we didn't want to come back from. We were in Grand Cayman, and the three of us were sharing a room, which we we're happy to say we didn't kill any, we didn't kill any, we didn't kill, we didn't kill each other. <laughs> and we, I don't know, it was pretty fun. What do you think, Sam? Yeah, it was fun. I was kind of, well, I don't know. Maybe we should ask Taylor since he was the only guy. <laughs> he heard a lot of us, a lot of arguing about outfits. No, honestly, I don't think you, you all really argued that much during the trip. I don't think I could really point a time that you guys were kind of fighting, which was pretty surprising. We um, fought over the apples we ate. <laughs> yeah. You guys did eat a lot of fruit, so I got a firsthand yeah. experience of, of that, but... No, you guys were good. It was a blast. I miss it. I want to go back. I know. We all want to go back. We came back the next week. We were, like, miserable. We wanted to be back there. We had the post-vacation blues, but, like, on steroids. For real, though. And we were looking at our GoPro. Or was it? It's not a GoPro. It's a GoPro GoPro dupe that we got on Amazon. (laughs) It's like a knockoff. yeah. Yeah. And we were looking at all the pictures, and the one of them was me on my computer, Nothing out of the ordinary. Which is, like, so classic. And I was dying laughing because we had a towel. We were eating, like, ten apples. We had, like, our knife and, like, three, like, leftover apples. <laughs> with the knife that we brought with us. That? Yeah. So that was definitely funny. But speaking of being on the beach, we shared in our last episode, we partner, partnered with Babelash, and that's a lash serum. If you guys didn't hear the last episode, you guys should listen to it. We love their product. And since we shared like all of our beauty rehab tips for summer in that post, I was trying to, I wanted to talk about how we were, we were sharing a room with Taylor and Sam. Of course, I was like, as usual, I was like investigating all the products in the bathroom. And I saw that too. <laughs> I mean, I am, I do that with everything. <laughs> well, hopefully it all passes the test. Yeah, you have all the best, you have better products than we do. I know. He brought, he brought better shampoo than we do. <laughs> I was just like the shitty, I mean, it's not shitty, but I was just like the hotel shampoo. It's probably not the best. <laughs> you know, it's okay. But Taylor had like all the top of the line <laughs> Well, the shampoo and the conditioner, that's just for like chlorine because I swim so much. It helps take out the chlorine. So that's why I brought that. Um, and I guess it's good for the, the sun too. That's just what my hairstylist says. So I just, I <laughs> no, listen I to him. Brand, that's not on me. That's yeah. on No, the brand is a good one. I think my hairstylist uses it and she probably What's needs. What's it called? Isn't it Cam- Q, 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 U, or Q, U, E, N, E, or. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce. pronounce it. Is it like Queen? No. I don't know how to Maybe. pronounce it. Yeah. But I know I it's a good brand. Like, they make, they do like a lot of. And then what hair. was the face? What was the, the other? The face, yeah. I used Jack Black. Uh, so I've got an exfoliator, which I usually use, I don't know, a couple days a week. And then there's a cleanser and then a moisturizer. So I just try to keep it as simple as I can because there's so much stuff out there. No, but it's good. I feel like a lot of guys don't take care of Well, we're going to get into that later. Yeah. But, like, I was thinking, like, our dad, like, he doesn't put anything on. He's like, why is my skin so dry? Why am I getting a breakout? I'm like, dad, 
do you put any sunscreen on? He's like, no. <laughs> do you put any lotion? No. I'm like, you're like 60-something. You can't be like walking you're around. You're going to shovel like a I mean, amazing. he looks pretty good, but he wanted to know why he needs like a facelift. I'm like, well, because you don't like to He doesn't care. need a facelift. He doesn't need I don't a think he needs one. He's convinced that he needs it. And I'm like, I think you need to just take care of your skin. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I think so he I looks think, great. Think, it, it just comes down to preventing aging. Yeah, yeah. The sooner you, you start, yeah, the yeah, better off you're so going to be in the long run. doing a good job. He should be an example for all men out there. Well, that's nice. But really... So, obviously, in this episode, we wanted to, in the last one we did with him, we did, as I said, we did a lot of grilling, or I did, I should say. They shared their little love story, <laughs> just so cute. And then I was just, like, firing up the question about being single and, like, dating apps and all that. So, you guys should check it out. We'll link the episode in the show notes for this episode in case you guys haven't heard it. But for this episode, we were thinking of doing something a little more exciting and a little bit more with more banter so we're gonna be doing like deal breakers and red flags and kind of like what we our stance on all of them and right how else do you explain it yeah basically we're gonna go we're gonna kind of talk about if they're deal breakers or red flags and kind of like like Lex said our our stance on it and so we're just gonna start with okay so we'll start off with the first one some rapid fire yeah we're gonna just get the hit the ground running okay so the first one is, what do you guys feel about long distance? And like, for example, on like when you were on Bumble, and like when all of us, I guess all of us have been on Bumble at some point. Me longer than others. Oh but. no, me a long time. <laughs> I think I still beat you by a long shot. I still so far. have like four months to go to beat you. I think. Okay, but you, who's you still have a while. Are you guys like marking this? Yeah, she, she always <laughs> liked that I complain about being single. She always likes to say, Alex, I was on there for a year and I didn't meet Taylor until I'm like, oh okay. my God, the way you did hear about that girl on that other podcast that was on, she was on Bubble she, for six years. I'm like, there's something wrong. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, maybe someone listening. No, ever. but there can't be six years where you haven't like dated someone. Into, I don't know. Well, it makes well, it better when you wait that long. Right. You know? There's Taylor with the silver line. Yeah, right? The positivity. <laughs> Okay, so back to the long distance. So long distance, what's, is it, okay, I guess to make it uh, simpler, is it, if did you have a certain distance set on how far you would, like, look for people? And what was, like, what was, I guess that would be a red flag, but what would be your deal breaker on how far, like, would you do long distance or in the app, did you have it set to a certain Or, limit? I mean, would you do long distance? It doesn't have to be bad. Yeah, I think long distance in general, I, you know, I've done it before. I wouldn't say it's a deal breaker i would definitely try it i think you can try everything once but um with my experience with long distance it just it was hard i think it's a lot harder than you know when you're dating somebody here because you're seeing the person you know a couple days a week rather than you know once or twice on the weekend so i think you have to definitely put a lot more time into it when it's long distance and you start kind of reading more into you know, text messages and things like that. So it can definitely be tough. But if it's the right person, I think it can, you know, definitely work out. So I think it just kind of... Sorry, I got you wrong. Kinda de- We're laughing because Lucy just argued in the room and we don't know what she's doing. <laughs> no, I worse to get that squeaky toy. Oh. <laughs> well, we'll see. Okay. So I'll let Alexis... I haven't... I personally haven't dated anyone long Sam's distance. Like, I haven't dated anyone long <laughs> Well, that's no. good. Because... No. <laughs> Uh, no, I haven't dated anyone long distance, and on the apps, I I would not set it very far. <laughs> I think mine's like a ten miles. Right well, now. I don't. I think you get to that port, you start getting desperate, and you might extend it more. But I think in general, I date long distance, but through a dating app, I think it's a lot harder. Um, so with a dating app, maybe keep it closer. Yeah, um, I agree. But if you were to meet somebody, you know, while you're traveling or you're out of out of the city, I think 
you guys hit it off, you hit it off, and it, if it goes from there, it goes from there. But um, yeah, dating app, it could be a little tougher. Yeah. Well, you guys know, well, not everyone knows, but I think the last two. I'm just like, the whole world knows. <laughs> I mean, I think everyone, I mean, if you listen to the last or two episodes ago, I, I kind of gave a hint, not hint, I said why my other ones didn't work out and why we broke up. But I think for me, like the last two relationships I had that were like longer, they were both. Uh, they were both pretty, well, not long distance, but they one of them was I would say long distance. The other one was long distance for a little bit, and I just for me I like got to the point where I was like, no, I'm not willing to do it anymore. I mean, I'd have to be a very special person, and for me, I just like even on the dating apps, like I just said, like I don't have mine set past ten miles, and and actually to be fair, the first one I didn't I didn't have mine set far, but that person approached me like a different. <laughs> He really went out. He really wanted to date me. He slid he, into those DMs. He slid into the DMs because mine wasn't set that far. But, I mean, whatever. I think it can work for some people. For me, I'm just like, I don't really, I'm not open to it just because of my other experiences. And I don't want to like shut anyone off. But for me, it's just like, no, I don't want to do it. So. Well, I think it's hard to build a relationship, too, through a dating app if you're out of, I guess, the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're doing it that way. I think all the previous relationships that I had that I did long distance, I'd already met the person. Yeah. And we already kind of knew each other. Yeah. We built relationships. So then, that foundation yeah. is already built. But I think through a dating app, it's Yeah, you can't a lot really tougher. get to know somebody if you – I don't know. I mean, I think you can. Like, I have friends that it worked out for them. Now they live in the same city. But it's just – it's harder. You have to be the right person. And your communication has to work well together. So. Right. And you should be willing to, like, meet, you know, in both cities. And there's a lot to figure out when it comes to that. And I feel like – most of them don't really work out. If it does, like, great for you, but it didn't work for me, so. Okay, moving on. Smoking. She's back. <laughs> Smoking. Who wants to start? Me. I have a lot to say about it. Well, <laughs> oh, God. Well, That's maybe never we should a good save, sign. save that for the last thing. The answer is, is it a deal breaker or a red flag it's a, you? It's a deal breaker for me. I've already been through relationships where they smoke and they um, chew tobacco, and that's just, like, a no. It's a firm no for me. <laughs> Gross all around. <laughs> um, I mean, also from and then let me explain why. I just think like for me, what I've seen from what I've seen the people I've dated, it's not just like the one they may do. It's they do that and other things, and then it just kind of slides. It's it's it, at the end of the day, to me, it's an addiction, and I mean, it is an addiction, and it just kind of goes through other parts of their lives that way. And if they can't, if they really want to quit, and they can't. Like if they want, if they say they want to quit, and they don't really do it. That just shows how they're going to be with other things in their life and their relationship. So for me, it's a no. Um, I for me, yeah, it's probably no. It's probably a deal breaker. Not probably it is. Okay. Good. Because I hate. <laughs> well, for one, for one, I hate the smell. For two, I grew up like that's my dad's a cardiologist, and that just like I think he's like ingrained that in my mind that it's like so bad for you. So I just yeah, it just grosses. I don't think I think it just my values don't line up. For that. I can't. I can't handle it. So, yeah, I think um, for me it would be a deal breaker as well. I think I'm just too into kind of health and um, fitness, and like you said, you're kind of I don't know your values don't really line up with that. So nothing against it. I just yeah, I think it'd be a deal breaker. Yeah. So three, all three agree. Okay. Three. Yeah. No. Moving on. Lying. I I feel like I just have a lot to say about all these topics. I've clearly dated some winners. <laughs> you know. Um, no, it's a deal breaker for me. I, I think I, I have made like a red flag, 
you know, at the beginning of my relationship, like, if someone lied, I was like, okay, like, I'm going to be aware. If I figured it out, I'm like, I'm going to be aware. I'm just going to, like, see. Kind of giving them a chance. Like, you know, sometimes everyone lies. That's the thing. Everybody, there's white lies. And there's, like, people lie all the time. But... I think it depends what you're lying about, and if you feel the need to do it over and over again, like, that's not a good sign. And, it again, it just shows, like, who they are and, like, what they're going to be in the relationship and, who you know, just it's going to go in other parts of their life. So, for me, like, knowing what I know now, it's a deal breaker just because I don't think if they lie repeatedly, that just shows you who they are. What about if they lie, like, on their Bumble profile? No. That's, I've already experienced that with age, with height. I mean, the, the height, I don't care much about. The age is... <laughs> but what if they're just trying to, like... They're the height. They just want to like. No, I just said the height. Just not add that. a couple inches the age, on there. The age is really like. I think that's. I, there was one guy that I just saw in there not that long ago. I was showing them, <laughs> and he definitely looked older than the age that he said. But I was like, okay. Of course, I pulled up my investigator glasses, and I I figured out how old he was. I mean, I never even talked to him. I exchanged one message, but. I knew he was lying. I'm like, if you're already lying, and I just literally started talking to you, like, what does that say? And I bet your age, it was like at least three year age that he was lying, three years that he was lying about. It's not just like one. And I heard a podcast, someone was talking about how someone told them their age on Bumble was something else, and then they saw their Instagram that they turned a different age. And so they were talking about if they should call them out or not. And I'm like, yeah, I think, I mean, if it was me, I'd be like, yeah, because they put it on their Instagram that was connected to their Yeah, that's really dumb. Like, yeah. I don't know. People are just so dumb. What's your know. What's your take as a male? As a male, um, yeah, I think it's a deal breaker. I think it just kind of transfers over into other areas of of life. If you're lying, you can't really trust the person. Um, and I think that's, I think you've got to have kind of trust in relationships. If you can't trust the person, then you're kind of always going to be second guessing what that person's doing or if they're, you know, telling you anything that's actually true. Um, so I think it's definitely a deal breaker for me. What about you, Sam? Yeah, it's a deal breaker. I mean, I can't see how it's like how it's not. I, yeah. Yeah, I think that's an easy kind of an easy one for me. What about punctuality and like being either if someone's showing up late to a lot of things or yeah, basically that. I already know where you guys both you guys stand on that. <laughs> like, but you guys being on time just in general. You guys are both. I'm speaking for you, but I know Sam for sure. She hates being late places. <laughs> yeah. She gets really mad if we're late somewhere. But I feel like, but then you like run late when it's no. I'm saying I'm not always on time. No, yeah. but you get pissed if we're at the two. Like I get no, I get like not like so much for like like not so much like a, like if we're going to dinner somewhere. It's like if we have a meeting or something, I get really stressed out if we're late. Yeah, see, I get anxious. I think I get some heavy duty anxiety <laughs> if I'm if I'm gonna be late. So I'm usually there like 30, 45 minutes ahead of time, <laughs> um, even if it's dinner. I know sometimes I'll be like. Picking up salmon, she'll be like, "What? What are you doing? You're already leaving. It's like, we don't have dinner for a couple hours." But no, I think it's a big deal You're for here me. Four o'clock. Yeah. It's better to be early. Than yeah, late. I know. Yeah, I, I would drive me nuts. So I, th- I don't think you have to be on time. A hundred percent. But if you're going to be late, I think you at least need to let the person know you're going to be late, um, so they have an idea. And I think anybody you can control that. So. It's a controllable. I think yeah. you need to. Well, I just feel like on a first date, like I'm thinking, okay, a first date, things can happen. But if the guy shows up late or the girl, I feel girls are more notorious for that. If the guy shows up late, then I like, you feel 
how a guy feels about with a girl, you feel like they're like you're not a priority. Like they could right. have gotten ready earlier, unless it's like some flute, like some incident that you know they could have like their car broke down or something. Right. If it was like legit, yeah, not like an, not an or... excuse. But even with traffic, you could have left early. It was like right. a sudden thing. You could have yeah. left it a lot of times. So I feel like, especially on a first date, but then also even if you've been dating a long time, like then you seem like you don't really know. I know you get more relaxed. But then you, yeah. you kind of, it's kind of like you don't really care. Like it's not a priority anymore. Yeah. I think it's just small things like that, mm-hmm. that just kind of add up that, you know, kind of say that you kind of care. What about you, Alex? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I like to be on time, but I'm not always on time. I mean, I, if I have like a date, I mean, I'm going to be on time. I won't like purposely be late. Well, it's not about what you think. It's about what if it's a deal breaker or not. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, everything's about me. <laughs> um, yeah, I just feel like if they're consistently, at one time if they're late, you know, like stuff happens. But if they're consistently late, that just shows that they don't really give a crap. So That's what I just said. Okay. I'm giving my opinion. Twins. Okay, what about if they have really bad etiquette on a date? Mm. Like, well, I can give it. I already told Taylor and Alexis this example. I went on a date with a guy... And I, I mean, I would say it's bad etiquette, or you just didn't have any manners. Basically, talking about the price of like food items. Well, we're gonna get to that one later, but you can bring it up. Okay. Now. Well, or I <laughs> guess it could be like food. bad. Okay, I guess it, another thing could be like if they just have really bad manners, or they're rude to the waiter, or they're rude to the waiter, or something like that. So yeah, I would say well, and I, on this for sure, it's a red flag. So I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't know if well, if they're really rude to the waiter, that would be a that'd be like a. I feel like because I that necessarily isn't like a deal breaker, but it just kind of shows it's like again it kind of signals something else. But I feel like if they had bad bad manners, that'd kind of be like it wouldn't be a deal breaker, but it'd be more like a red flag. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Well, and maybe it if it happens once and they kind of clean it up. I don't know. I I think if it consistently comes up, it could be a problem. Um, I don't think I've ever really been on dates where they've had bad I feel like it's more with etiquette guys. though yeah it might be well, more with guys I girls could do that but I think for me I don't I don't know if I've been on a date like this but if they like hold their silverware really weird or like they just don't have manners like they're chewing their mouth open I mean everyone can have their bad moments like yeah. I know no, but I, if it's I, have bad I think there's just common it's etiquette extreme. I think people just yeah. should yeah. have like if you pull up to the table and it's like etiquette. things you notice on the first date that's really like bad. I'm not saying right. pull out my chair like pull my napkin I'm not saying no. like that like that's extreme <laughs> I, I sometimes don't, don't even know what silverware to use yeah, so I like, don't I'm not know. the best yeah, but like if they're like stabbing their food or like they're like chewing in their mouth I'm saying if it's on a first date and you're like intrigued by the person but if you're noticing their bad manners that's probably a sign of really bad manners yeah yeah so it's like a red flag. Okay. What about people who drink a lot? Which, compared to us, like Alex and I, we don't drink a lot at all. So everyone drinks a lot compared to us. But it's not like, no, we're talking like excessive. I, yeah, we're talking about like it's like at dinner they're having like, you know, five or six drinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really getting after it, huh? Yeah, not like they have a, co- a few at dinner. Like one cocktail. They have a lot. They have a lot. Like, or, they just can, or they continue the rest of the night. Or they're just like really big parties. <laughs> I guess everyone can. <laughs> funny, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it's not funny. Okay, we'll ask Taylor first. Well, I think it it kind of depends. Um, I think one drink, two drinks, or a couple drinks, I don't think that's really a deal breaker for me. I think, you know, it's everyone, you know, can have a good time and have a couple drinks, but I think when it starts kind of affecting other areas of their life, I think that's <laughs> when it starts to become a problem. Um, and the fact if you can't really hold your alcohol by now i think you've kind of got 
I don't know, a little issues. I mean, everyone's going to go out and have a good time. People will get drunk here and there. But um, if you're consistently doing that, and um, yeah, it's kind of affecting your other areas of your life. I, I don't know. I don't drink a whole lot. Um, I'll have, you know, a drink at dinner here and there. But I just think with kind of my lifestyle and health and fitness that it's just something that, um, yeah, I'm not really into too much. But, yeah. Uh, I think everybody kind of has their take on it. I just um, feel like if they're getting sloppy, like if, they, if they're getting sloppy like on the first couple dates and they clearly had too much and they don't realize they're, they're having too much. Like I get everyone's nervous, whatever, you can like take the edge off. But if they're like ordering a lot, it's kind of like on a first date, like what do they do normally? Like what do they do in normal life? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's like a deal breaker. I mean, if they drink a little bit, but no, not if at all. it's like, uh, if, yeah, if it gets more than that, then it's kind of like a red flag. But what about you, Alex? I know you have a lot uh, to say. But I have a lot to we say. Can those comments I'll out. keep it short. Um, it's a deal breaker for me if they drink a lot just because I've already been through that and I don't really want to do that again. I think there's definitely red flags. So, like, I think, like I said, like, I think it's fine. They drink a little bit. They're going to drink more than me, which is fine. But for me, like, I, there were red flags for me in other relationships. And now I know, like, what to look out for. So, it would be a deal breaker for me if I saw those again. Okay. What about someone who won't stop talking about their ex? Hmm. Is that a red flag or a deal breaker? Um, I think it's more of a red flag at the beginning. Um, I'm just thinking of prior experience, if that's ever kind of come up with me. Um, I don't think it has. I think if it did, I think it, I would definitely kind of be thinking about it and taking note of it. Um, cause they're definitely still thinking about the person. Um, well, that's a, yeah. and it's kind of in the back of their head and there might be a little baggage there, mm-hmm. but, um, I think that's where it could cause issues. Um. But, I mean, everybody's got stories about their exes, and, you know, if they come up and, you know, you hear them and then they go away, I think it's kind of one of those deals where it is yeah. what it is, but... I feel like if it comes up, I mean, not on the first date. I think it's if reoccurring. It up, if it comes up, like, obviously, everyone talks about their exes, like, okay, like, the experiences they've had, especially when you're... I think it depends when, when, it comes, relationship, when it comes up. When it comes up, and if it's, like, yeah. a, like if it always comes up all the time, then it's, like, I would think that's a big red flag. Yeah, and if it's the first on. date, I yeah. think it could be a big yeah. red like, flag, because they, they might not be over the yeah. person, um, so that could kind of cause some problems, or but if like, it's down the road... Like, and way too scarred that you're, like, I can't face this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think early on, it could definitely be a big red flag. Okay, what about negativity? Well, I think that's a hard one because I think I can be kind of negative. I think I won't be, like, if I just had met the person, but I think I sometimes can get in these moods where I'm really negative. I think Sam and I feed off each other. We can be, like, really negative together. But I don't, for me, it's definitely a red flag because it's not a deal breaker, but it's a red flag if they're constantly negative and they never see anything positive. I really need to be with someone that is more positive just because it makes me see things differently. If you're with someone who's, I think it's with anyone. If you have negative energy with you all the time, it's going to bring you down and you're going to just, you need someone that's going to lift you up. So for me, it's a red flag. They could just be like negative at the moment and like going through like a tough time. But if they're constantly like that, it's like a deal breaker for me. Anyway. Me? Am I up? Yeah. If it's continuously coming up, I think it's a big time deal breaker for me. I think your attitude is something you can definitely control. Everybody's going to have you know, bad days here and there. But I think if it's a reoccurring theme where you're constantly, I don't know, you, you're hanging with this person, they're constantly negative and they're bringing you down and they're putting you in a bad mood, I think that would be a 
deal breaker for me. Um, but you know, like I said, everybody has bad days. So if it's here and there, you know, it kind of is what it is. Um, someone who's a bad texter or like is really bad at responding. I'm kind of like, well, I don't think it's a deal breaker. Well, I think that's a red flag initially, but just because some people are not good, to, like some people are not good texters. They just don't have a text wall. And, but I feel like we were having a discussion earlier. I'm sure Alexis will have stuff to say about this, but I just feel like if they're not, if they're taking like at the beginning, I think everyone kind of plays the game a little bit, especially on Bumble. Like it's not something like I didn't have the notification set up all the time. So you might forget there's a message in there unless there's like someone like I ran as a message to Taylor. Like I knew he was messaging me and I would look for the message. But if it's someone that you don't really care about, you're just kind of like, or you're just on there, you might forget, like you can go and weeks without checking it or something but if you have a text message if you need on to texting and you've been out before like if you haven't been on the first I think if you haven't been on the first date yet everyone's busy like sometimes things happen and you just like you might forget to respond or something like I've done that before a lot but I've even done that to Taylor before <laughs> I've like thought I was typing I was typing messages out and and I yeah, had to be in the I had to be in the box it was in I, the queue you just had to send her out I had something in the, I had something in the box, and I forgot to hit send. But anyway, if it is someone that, if it is someone that you've been, you already been on the first date with, and they're not, they're taking like five hours to respond, like all, not just one time, but they're doing it a lot of the time. Then I feel like it's definitely like a red flag because you're kind of wondering. I don't think it's a deal breaker, but you're kind of wondering like, why is this person taking so long? Like, do they want to hang out with me? And if they do want to keep this going, like, why are they playing games? So I think it's definitely something to think about, like if it's worth it to you to keep going with it, if you want to give them like more chances, just kind of how you feel personally about it. But I do feel like at that after, after you've been on the first date and they're giving the signs they like you, like I don't really see why they should be doing that. Like I think you don't need to just respond the minute you get it because then there's kind of like a fine line that you walk of like looking like you're psycho and you just live on your phone all day and you're like so obsessed with it. But I feel like if you're taking like hours to respond, then it's kind of... And, or you don't respond at all, then that's a problem because you're leaving the other person hanging. Yeah. Basically what Sam said, I feel like I'm experiencing this a lot. And I <laughs> every example, like, I'm no. experiencing this. <laughs> I don't, you guys, guys just suck. I'm sorry, except for Taylor. I'm so yeah, over it. I'm, I'm really having just one of those. Just one out of a billion. Yeah. That's right. I'm like, I need, a, I need nice a Taylor you. for real, though. We can clone me. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Oh, that way we know all four of us will get along. No. <laughs> I wish I had a twin brother. <laughs> I know, right? Um, yeah, I just feel like I'm experienced. I'm really just like at this point where I'm really frustrated by people because I just feel like either they're not a good texter or they just, I don't know. I'm not into these games they're playing. I feel like I don't give off like vibes. I'm not interested, but I think again, they're older, they're taking forever to answer. Like Sam said, after the first date, I don't know. I was like complaining to Taylor about it earlier because it's just frustrating. Like, why can't you just be either you don't like me or you're just like not I don't know you're not into it you're just not get making it like a priority I don't know so for me like it's just it's not a deal breaker but I think after a certain amount of chances and sort of time's gone by it becomes a deal breaker what do you think Taylor um yeah I can kind of piggyback off of that I think if it's in the beginning stages it's not much of a deal breaker it might be a red flag I, mean, I think the whole playing hard to get thing um it's fine. I like that. Uh, I've been attracted to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Sam play hard to get? Sam played a little hard oh. to get. Let's hear what you thought she about She threw me a couple curveballs. Um, so I think early on, I think playing hard to get, that's fine. I, I don't, you don't never want something that's too easy. You kind of want to have to work for it. But I think after you've gone out with the person, um, you can tell if you like the person or you don't. And I think at that point, you really shouldn't be playing any games. Um, so if it's still going on after that and you know, the person's taken hours or days to respond <laughs> I, I think it would be a deal breaker for me personally i mean everybody's busy but at some point um you know you know the person sees the text message or the message and yeah i think at that point it's kind of yeah i just don't i wonder what people are thinking i'm like i don't it's like they send you mixed signals so that's why i'm like so confused but i feel like i don't know i guess we should just play the game back or just i guess just don't respond but I know a lot of people experience this. I listen to another podcast where they do dating stuff and people say this happens all the time. So it makes me feel better about yeah. it. But Okay. This next one's kind of similar. What about when people play games? Are they Ooh. playing hard to get or they, they're like they like are like too easy? <laughs> but not easy. Not easy in that one. way. Just like they're like always available. Not easy like in a girl way. Just like well, maybe that too. <laughs> but oh, okay. I mean, we can get your perspective on that. I don't know. I'm not a, I don't guys like you can't it doesn't really go that way but um yeah I yeah no i think as a as a guy um looking for something more long term you definitely want something um that you're gonna have to work for um i think early on if it's too easy it's too easy you're gonna get kind of bored just from mm-hmm. a guy's perspective um but with that being said, I don't think it should be too hard where like, if I'm texting you and you're responding and you can't do something for like, I don't know, weeks or a month, I think that might be a little too hard. So I think there's a happy medium there. Um, but from a guy's perspective, I I was definitely attracted to, I guess, the girls that were harder to get and ones that were busy and they had their own thing going on um, and they were a little bit more independent. Yeah, so. I agree with that. But... I just feel like the playing the game, it's like I think there's like a limit on when you should stop playing the game. Like right. the beginning, you, like I was reading a book a couple weeks ago and she has so much insight. Everything she does, she goes, there was a study. There was a book. <laughs> I mean, I've been reading a lot about all this stuff. There's a book that I was reading and it was called Why Single Girls Finish Last Why, or something like that. Or something about being single. I don't know. I can't remember the title. But I found, found that on Amazon Prime. It was like one of those free ones. And... It was basically saying like you need to pl- not play hard to get, but you need to not be so available. And it was giving like don't hang out with them more than three times in a week if like you're really into them. Like don't make yourself all available. And then it was saying, yeah, like to kind of make them like work for it and kind of I don't know to make right. them they have to like fight for you and not fight. Like it sounds so crazy, but like they need to like court you and do all that stuff. Yeah, so, we kind of talked about this earlier, Alexis. I think. If like the whole independent thing that I was attracted to that. So the fact that you have other stuff going on shows that you're not, I don't think desperate's the right word, but you, you're fine by yourself. Like you made yeah. your own life. Yeah. Right, right. And you have your own hobbies and, you know, likes and you've got your own life going on. So it's, you know, it's not a huge deal. Yeah. And I feel like that's what I was saying in the book. They're saying that guys can like, they can sense that when mm-hmm. you're not. Even if you say, like, oh, I have my own stuff, they can sense that you are not, that you're clingy or that you just don't have your own stuff going on. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Moving on. We're always, like, piggybacking. Okay. Moving on. What about you guys think about, like, someone who 
or what's your thoughts on space and someone that's like clingy? Um, well, I mean, you could pretty much answer this for me. <laughs> I think early on, I, I'm a person that loves my space. <laughs> um, I don't think we ever hung out during the week when we were first talking just because... I think we would see each other like once a week. Yeah, which is crazy. I'm like the weirdest guy, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's better than I, the revert. It's better than the clingy. Yeah, I had, I just, I guess I hadn't met anybody that I really wanted to, you know, hang out with during the week. I guess that's what it kind of <laughs> came down to, and because I think everybody's time is valuable. So I think when you're hanging out with a person, you're giving up your valuable time, and if they're worth it, they're worth it. But if not, you definitely don't want to waste your time. Yeah. So. Well, I think that kind of goes back to like if you have your own stuff going on, you realize how precious. You're, I mean, everyone's time is precious, but if you don't really have anything going on in your life, then you're like you're free all the time, and you're just waiting for the guy to like, do stuff with you. I mean, when you really like the person, of course you like want to hang out with them at any free moment you have. But if you're just like you don't have a lot going on, you're gonna you like your life is like all you know you have a bunch of time for them, and then you're like you don't realize you're acting like that, but you become very clingy. So that's kind of like going off what we talked about before. But, yeah, I was attracted to someone that, like, had their own stuff going on. Of course, like, you know, as time goes on, and you, like, the more you know them and the more you like them, you, like, want them to be able to hang out with you. But you want them to have their own life because I know Alexis and I have both, like, gone out with people or dating people that don't have a lot going on in their life. Like, it seems like that on the surface. And then the more you t- talk to them, you realize, like, you're, like, you really don't have that much going on because then they're, like, pissed off that, you, that, like, even if you have stuff to do for work or you have random things, they're, like they're mad that you can't hang out so it's like I think it's more like a red flag if they're just acting very clingy which is hard to like pinpoint the beginning because a guy could be like really excited about the girl or something and they just really want to be with you all the time but I feel like at the beginning it's kind of like it can kind of be a red flag because you're kind of like why are you acting like this already I think most guys will hide it they'll play it cool even if they think that so if they're kind of acting like that like I think it's one thing if they're like really excited but it's another thing if they're they you can kind of sense that they don't really like having their own space and, I mean, it goes both ways. You don't want to date someone that, like, never wants to hang out with you. Yeah. I think there's I mean, a balance. Like, there's a happy medium. And there's, like, a very careful – not careful, but there's a balance. Like, you don't want to be too clingy, but you also want to be too – like, you're not involved Like, at you all. don't care about the other yeah. person at all. Especially, like – I'm not saying on the first – like, the first date, like, you don't know the person at all. Even the first couple dates, you don't know the person. They're, like, trying to play it cool. Like, you don't really know how they're going to be. I mean, you know, but you don't know how they're going to be, like, two years later. But I think if you've been dating at least a year or two and they're still acting like super clingy or they're acting like they don't want to hang out with you at all, then I think that's definitely the red flag or and could potentially be a deal breaker. I mean, the space thing for me would be a deal breaker. If I realize they're like super clingy and they just can't do anywhere themselves, it's a deal breaker for me because like, you know, I want to hang out with the person all the time, especially when I date them a long time. But if they can't do things by themselves at all, then it's kind of like, well, what do you, you can't hold their hand every single day. Like, especially when you're not like married. They need to have their own stuff going on. It just—I think—I think if you don't—if they don't have boundaries, that's when, for me at least, that's when the problem. And it's like a deal breaker because if it's a red flag in the beginning, and then the, when you try to set boundaries and you tell them like I need space or I need time yeah. with my friends or whatever, and they keep overstepping that boundary, that's like a deal breaker because they don't have respect for you. Then I feel like it's also like when they isolate. Like I've had friends who are like their boyfriend almost like isolates them. That's kind of becomes like a really big red flag where they're like they don't want space from anyone else. They just right. want space with you, and they don't want anyone else. You like right. they don't want you hanging out with anyone. Yeah. Yeah, well, or like hang out with other and friends. I've yeah I've had friends that completely like I don't know, just like they don't acknowledge fall any of their the, friends the yeah they fall off the face of the earth and 
the next thing you know, like, I mean, you haven't seen the person in a year, a year and a half. So I think you definitely got to keep your friends. I mean, there's a happy medium with everything, but um, I think it's important to keep relationships with friends and, um, and things like that because, I mean, it's important, you know? Yeah, you have to have your own stuff going on. You can't just connect. You everything. have to have a balance. It's hard. It's really hard. Like, the more you date, sounds hard. But, or some people at the beginning because they're like, they go fall right into it. But I feel like you don't know, like, I mean, not to be negative, but when you first start dating someone and you look really obsessed with them, you don't really know what's, I mean, things could change six months in. You know, if you think it's like someone you're going to marry, something could happen six months in and you'll break up and then you lose all your, like, you haven't come in touch with any of your friends. Right. Or anything like that, or family, and then you're like alone because these people are like, where are you? Where have you been? So I think it's important to try. You don't need to see them every single day or every week, but try to maintain whether it's sending a text message or like. Well, make an effort to show that you're thinking of them. Yeah. Like yeah. Sort of, even like small things. Yeah, mm-hmm. like text messages or something like that goes okay. a long way. So another one is someone who's like very critical, but like not. You can be kind of opinionated. Or, yeah, someone who's like not critical. Someone who's very opinionated. Um, I think for me, I don't know why, am I, I don't know if I attract this vibe. <laughs> I like pick up on it. I don't, the last few people I've dated are extremely opinionated and, oops, sorry. Um, <clears throat> for me, I think it's, it's not a deal breaker, but it's a red flag for me now because I've gotten the point, I find people having, I don't want them to not have an opinion because I've dated people like that where they're just like, everything's fine. Like they want to do everything you want to do. And I'm like, I want you to have an opinion and a stance, but I don't, there's sometimes like it's unsolicited and I don't want your opinion on everything. I don't need to know everything you don't like or every opinion you, you know, that's on your mind. Like you want to be open with somebody, but I think it's usually like, and the stuff that I was hearing wasn't usually like positive. So it was just like everything was negative or they just had something to say about everything. I'm just like, can you just like sit there and not have an opinion about something or like just keep it to yourself sometimes. Yeah. I think everybody has, you know, everybody has an opinion on something, but I think there's kind of a right and a wrong way to express it. I think if it gets to the point where it's their way or the highway, I think that's definitely um, a deal breaker for me. Um, But, you know, if here and there you express your opinion, I think that's fine. But if you're kind of doing it in a way that's, I don't know, I'm trying to think of the right word, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that comes across as kind of arrogant, I think that would drive me crazy i feel like you're like date. i mean i, I obviously have a date a girl but if you i just think of guys more i'm sure like i know people girls that are very opinionated and they'll be sure to let you know what their opinion is but yeah. i feel like like if i'm dating a guy and they're just like they everyone has it like you were saying everyone has an opinion but if they have to make it known what they think it's like you can kind of sense what the other person's thinking kind mm-hmm. of and then they look down on yeah. your opinion because yeah. they think their opinion yeah then you right. kind of feel res- then he, as the person that's dating you them feel as kind their of partner you feel like belittled. bad yeah, yeah you feel like bad about yourself and then you just feel like then it makes you want to be reserved and not say anything so i feel right. like that then you just become it becomes a bunch of issues in your relationship so I just feel like if you're dating, I mean, maybe it works for some people. I don't feel like even if you're both opinionated, I don't really see how that works out either. I think you need someone to balance you out. But with that being said, then the other person's dealing with someone that's opinionated. So mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I just feel like I, I mean, it depends on what you are okay with. I'm not okay. I can't deal with that. No, I don't think time. you'll be able to it's do that. It's fine with for certain Not all the time. I it's think, fine to put your foot down on certain things, but right. if it's on everything, I'm like, okay. Stop. I think here and there, it's fine. Yeah. yeah but if it's every di- different topic, I think that's, yeah, that would cause problems for me. Um, okay, so what about someone who works, okay, for me, someone who doesn't work out and doesn't eat healthy, 
like for me that would be a deal breaker and I remember my mom it used to always be like why like I would be so picky when I was on Bumble I, I would like look that like look at their body right away which of course you can't tell because who knows I mean I could tell on you because you were in good shape but other people I'm like I don't know they like I guess now you can put like you like to work out or something but when I was on Bumble that wasn't a thing and so I would like try but I, that's sorry that's not accurate yeah, you all get active and I'm like you're not active <laughs> Or your so, diet is just horrible. So I feel like everyone kind of writes that if they like go on a walk, they consider themselves active. I'm like, so for me, well, I was saying go both both ways because I think your lifestyle just kind of has to match up. I mean, I know mm-hmm. people that their boy like. I remember my mom's trainer. Like, that's who I think of. Like she was like obviously a personal trainer, and I don't think her 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 husband was not into working out at all. But like, so my mom would always be like, oh. Why does it, why do you, like, why don't you just stop, stop putting that, like, 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 a top thing that you need, someone who works out and, like, eats right? I'm like, because it's, like, such a big part of my life. I realized when I'd go out with people who didn't like to do those things, I feel like when I would go work out in the gym and I used to do that, I feel like they'd be like, why are you gone for two hours working out? Why do you, like, have to buy all your groceries all the time? Why do you have to eat this right. certain way? They're not, it just becomes a thing, like, they don't, like, they might respect you, but they don't understand it. So I feel like it just makes it, it's not a, I don't, well, for me, it's a deal breaker. I don't know if it's necessarily a deal breaker for everyone, especially if it's not as important to you. And it can go both ways. If you're someone who hates to work out, you hate, you just, like, want to eat badly all the time, and it's not something you care about, you probably don't want to date someone that does that either, because you're not going to understand each other. Yeah, I think you can definitely relate with each other a lot better. I think for me, it'd definitely be a deal breaker just because it's such a big part of my life. Um, I think it's just the fact of just liking it and having it as a hobby. I don't think it's as much appearance as that. But um, I think kind of what you said, Sam, it's more of being able to relate with it. Like if I'm out and I'm working out for three or four hours and um, you kind of understand what I'm doing and you get it, I think it's a lot easier to have a relationship rather than somebody that says, oh, like, what are you doing? Why did you just work out for four hours? Why weren't you hanging out with me? So I think it could be a lot harder if somebody can't really relate and it's not, you know, as big of a like for them as it is for me. So I think it's kind of important for me just to have that same like. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to expand on that because Sam and I probably – I, mean, I don't think it's when if you were listening. I don't think it's a deal breaker for everyone. No, I, and I'm not saying you don't have to work like. out every day. No, it's, it, I just, that's it not kind of what it. Like yeah, just, it's just having it wasn't as a like a certain interest. level they achieve. It's just like if they are like if it's some you can tell when you meet somebody if it's part of their lifestyle or if it's just kind of something they're doing in the new year or because someone someone one of their actors told them to do it. You can tell if it's like something they really do on their own and they're motivated by it or something they just yeah. kind of do when they feel like it. Yeah, I mean for me, I think. Well, kind of like the eating healthy part, I did people that they went to the gym, but when it came down to like the eating part, they just didn't, they ate healthy sometimes and that's fine. They don't have to eat like me, but I think like for me, I realized like not liking to cook or like not enjoying that at all is a deal breaker for me because I don't, I mean, I, it's something that I like to do. I love to eat and I love to cook and like that's. <laughs> Taylor knows we like to eat. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yes, like, I cooking do. is just, like, it's fun. I think it's fun to try new recipes. With that being said, I like to eat out. But I think I need to be with someone, and it's compatible. Like, for me, it's a deal breaker if they don't ever want to cook or, like, learn how to do it. They just get lazy and don't want to. Like, not everyone's going to be like that. But if they don't have any interest in doing that at all, I realize that's a deal breaker for me. Right. And for us, it makes it more fun because you can, you can make food, you can cook, yeah. you can – you just have the common interests. So I think it – makes things a lot more relatable. Yeah, like you guys make dinner together a lot, even though you guys don't eat exactly the same way. Like yeah. Like, he's not plant-based, but you guys will cook a lot of stuff together. 
or like you guys used to at least. <laughs> we made a vegan no, cake the other yeah, day. Yeah, they made a vegan cake, which was so cute. It's pretty good. I like, of course, I like helped them eat it. <laughs> no, I ate most of Whatever. It. But I think it's cute to have something you can do together. And like they don't work out the same way, but they still will do, I don't know. You just have to have someone that like is, is aligned with you somewhat. Okay, what about someone who has really bad grammar? Deal breaker. Oh my god, I don't think it's a deal breaker. <laughs> it, I'm saying it's not just the grammar. If they are consistently, if they just sound, I don't know. I just think if you're well educated, and I think I've used like in text messaging especially. That's no, not. Anything. I'm not. I'm not talking about yeah. if you do it once or twice. I'm talking about if it's consistent. Like you don't know the difference between your and you are and two and two. Like if you're consistently <laughs> messing that up, I don't. I mean, I don't know how you can be well educated. I don't know how you get through all that school and then you still don't know the difference. It just, I don't know. It, it's for me, it just bothers me it's too much. I'm not talking like I make mistakes when I'm texting really fast or just like when I'm typing stuff on Instagram. I don't, I'm like, oh my God, I just didn't really even realize they did I that. guess if they're speaking out loud over on the date and they sound like they really they sound dumb. like they don't speak correct English, then, but I don't know. I don't feel like I went out with people. I just like feel that. like I'm not saying yeah. I'm so great and I'm well educated, but I'm like, I just feel like you just lose like credibility. I don't know. I don't, I can't be like attracted to somebody who's just not. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's more of an attraction level than anything. I don't, I guess it depends how bad it is. Yeah, it doesn't mean they're not smart. It's just like, I don't know how you don't know that. Like, how do you, I feel like works, you know, that's something you learn in elementary school. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, what about someone, we're going to combine two topics. Someone, what's your thoughts on grooming and then someone who takes a long time to get ready? Well, I'm going to start off. I guess I'll start off with one. Um, for grooming, when it comes to guys, I mean Taylor can have his opinion about girls. I realized it was really important to me. Not not like uh, like they to be psycho about it, but I just care about someone who cares about their appearance. I know I've had friends that they're like the opposite. They can't stand when a guy like cares too much about the way he looks or like takes his grooming too seriously. I mean, I think if there's like a happy medium, if they're like really really psycho about it to the point where it's like ridiculous and okay, but I like. I'm, like, very into that stuff, and I want, I realize after I dated people, when they're, like, too manly, and they, like, don't care about that stuff at all, I don't want to be their mom and be, like, okay, like, I think you need to do this, and I think you need to do that. I didn't want to do that, so I was, like, happy, I mean, I'm happy that I found someone that is, like, at least cares about it, and I feel like it shows that they care about their appearance. Like, if they're, like, a slob, I'm, like, like, if their hair gets really long, and they just don't care about getting haircuts... And they just, like, don't, like, they, like, let's say they have, like, really bad skin and they just don't care about doing anything about it. It just kind of goes back to, like, they don't take themselves seriously. So, and then also about a long time, I mean, I take, I mean, I don't take a super long time to get ready, but I think it just, I don't, I don't mind it as long as I'm not, like, taking longer than me. I don't mind it because it's also about the grooming thing. So, I know some girls are like, no, they take a long time to get ready. It's, an, I don't, it's not a deal breaker for me. It's not really a red flag unless they, t- unless they're, like, really weird about it. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, as I've gone on dates and stuff, if they don't really care about their appearance, I don't really. It's like a deal breaker for me. I, I think it's a deal breaker because no, let me tell you, <laughs> everything's a deal breaker. Well, now we know why well, I'm she single. Knows what she this wants. is why hashtag. This is why I'm single because no, if they're not like grooming themselves, if they're like unkept, I just feel like I'm too. I care too much. Not that I'm like always ready. I'm not. But I'm like, if you don't care what you're wearing, like not brands, but like you don't, you don't care like what style you're wearing. You're just like, I'm just gonna throw like the ugliest outfit I can put on. I don't <laughs> because it, it's like a reflection of how you feel about yourself. If you're like, I don't care about that. I don't care if my hair is cut and like trimmed and like, 
my, you know, if you have a beard, if it's groomed and like, and for girls too, if you're like walking out, not looking like semi-presentable, I'm not saying you, I don't really, most of the week I don't wear makeup, but I'm like, I have, you know, my hair's, I mean, I wear something that's kind of put together. I'm not saying I wear like decked out Lululemon. I'm just like, and you know, like some colors. I was listening to another podcast today. They were saying this girl showed up to this guy's apartment on the second date. He was wearing like not joggers. He was wearing like really gross sweatpants. Like it was the second date. Oh, and they were no. saying they were saying and like it's a guy talking. So, I mean, reading something, and he was like, "Yeah, a guy in sweatpants is like not attract. Like it's like not an attractive look for like their their parts." And, yeah, I and I he agree. was basically saying, I I kind of agree. They're both saying that it's just kind of like it kind of just shows like the laziness is already yeah. Saying. Like they're saying you need to wear sweatpants. That's why I'm saying a deal yeah, breaker. Your sweatpants like those need to come out like way later. Like you need to look at when like, you're like really effort. established in the relationship. And even then, like, don't uh-uh. wear the ugliest, dirty pair you can I've been find. Rocking no, those I think, like, every joggers. Night I don't. I think they were just saying, like, don't do it on the second. <laughs> no, I'm, more, I mean, I'm like, more of a jogger guy. Yeah, but he comes. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> I wear the same visual. Taylor comes in. He's like cute camo <laughs> joggers. Like he has really good style. I'm gonna sit here. Not gonna do. I would say he has really good style. He's wearing like really cute outfits. I can always count on Alexis to yeah build, to build <laughs> yeah, me up. Yeah. I like this. No, but for real, he's and so yeah, I'm like when I'm dating these guys, I'm like I look at their outfits. I'm like no, yeah. I like, would, I don't. I mean, I feel bad people go out with this because if they know what we do, they're probably like oh god. I yeah, feel like, I feel like they don't care at all. They're just like oh, <laughs> oh okay. I feel like there's a little bit more pressure on these boys. Yeah. But no, you did a good job. I th- I think you know I I might be an extreme level here. I kind of care about the way I look. No, I think that's when it comes great. to grooming, but I think it's important, you know, from my perspective. If I care, you know, a lot about the way I look and I groom and what have you, I think the girls should be kind of just as into it, if not probably more. Um, so I don't think it's a deal breaker if she's taking long to get ready. I think it just kind of shows that she cares what she looks what like. What she took like. Like, what if you were waiting on her, but she took, like... If we were late? Yeah, and she was, she was like, not ready for, like, an hour. Like, I, I know you know some people that they're, like, really late to places because they're, like... Yeah, they're I think that would start kind of driving me crazy because <laughs> I, I get so anxious with being on time. Um, with that, I think she just need to get ready mm-hmm. sooner, earlier, yeah. um, rather than later. Yeah, but, um, I feel like as long as they're not, like, being late to something, if they know how much time they need... They yeah, I think there's definitely... You can be excessive with it, and it can kind of get to the point where it's too much. Um, I think I, I said this like about it, a thousand yeah, times. Yeah, I just but. feel like that's what they were saying on this podcast. Like, it needs to match, especially early on. If you, if the guy's expecting a girl, it just like, shows you care out, right? and you're interested, and you know, it goes a long way. It just, I don't know, it, it tells a yeah, lot. Yeah, I don't feel like you should be putting up a front when you're first dating, but when you first meet someone, like if you're like already kind of getting lazy with the, like I'm all about like being like in really comfy clothes and like not having to be super done up all the time but if you're like on the first couple of dates and you like i know i went out with a guy who's wearing like his frat shirt and like you would just tell he didn't i mean it wasn't a priority for him like that's not going to mesh well with me because i care and he'll probably be like why are you doing this all the time yeah. so i just feel like it needs to match what you're looking for um okay what about someone who has lack of ambition lack of ambition um i think for me that'd be a deal breaker yeah. um I think you guys would hopefully say the same thing. Yeah, I think we're, like, all tied on this. I just, I know. I just think, yeah, I think just having goals, I think, is (laughs) (laughs) This is kind of coming across as No, I'm laughing. Somehow I've been through all of these scenarios. I'm sure so has everyone else. Yeah, I don't don't think you need to, you know, if you, like, have the ambition, oh, I'm, 
I have to be a millionaire, a billionaire, anything. I think it just starts as small as having goals and, you know, working for those goals. I think those go, that kind of goes a long way and it tells you who the person is. Um, so I think, I'm, I mean, you've got to be motivated by something. I don't know. Okay. I, yeah, definitely, like, I, I, I think it's kind of self-explanatory. Yeah. I mean, it's for some people that might not be like, maybe they're not, maybe they're not ambitious at all. So it's not a deal breaker for them. But I know for yeah. all three of us, it's a deal breaker because I know Lux has had experience with this and it's just like, I, yeah, I can't, I don't, it's just like they can almost come off as lazy. So I'm, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. I feel like bragging at how little you could do to get by or like, you're just not driven. You can just like sit on the couch all day. Or, like, <laughs> sit in bed all day and you're, like, fine with that. That's just for me. It's not going to work. It's a deal breaker for me because I'm always doing something. I'm always working or I'm outside on a walk. Like I'm, I can never sit and there and And I feel like in the beginning you might be like, well, that's okay. This person's a homebody. Like, they're going to make me more relaxed. They're, like, yeah. they make me tone down. But I think eventually you realize, like, that's not really going to work. Well, and it kind of gives you ideas of what life is going to be yeah. like, you know, 10, 15 down, yeah. years down the road. I mean, because life, it's just going to get harder and yeah, harder. Yeah, well, I feel like at the beginning, everyone's like, I can do this. It's fine. Like, they, they mellow me out. But then you realize, like, no, this affects everything in life. This is how they are with everything. Right. And it's not going to change. When you have kids, they're still going to still be like that. Yeah, it's just going to get harder. Okay. What about indecisiveness? <laughs> I purposely added this one in because we all know that I'm like pretty indecisive about certain things. I'm very decisive about certain things. Like I know yeah, I no, I, certain things. I think yeah, there's definitely certain things. Especially picking restaurants, I'm not decisive. Um, I'm thinking vegetables. No, I feel very like you decisive. know what restaurants you like. <laughs> food. Anything that revolves around food, I think you're pretty decisive. Well, yeah. You at least throw out a couple ideas if we're trying to, you know, go to dinner Friday or Saturday. Yeah. I think yeah. I think if, if it's stupid stuff like that, it's fine. It's not even, like, a really red flag for me. But if it's, like, I don't know, they can't make a decision ever. Like, I guess if it's, like, even more, like, commitment, that's, like, I guess that would be, like, a deal breaker. But that's, like, pushing it to the extreme. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if they, like, can't – I feel like in the beginning the guy needs to kind of – I don't know if I'm, like, not – I don't know. I feel like both people need to kind of take charge, but – the guy's like, well, not only making plans and not only like being decisive, like when it comes to like choosing quite somewhere, to, like something to do in the beginning, I feel like that's just like really annoying. Like I feel like they needed someone needs someone needs to be in the relationship. Someone needs to be like more decisive, and if both people aren't, I think that's not gonna work. Because I already know I'm not very decisive of certain things, so I need somebody. Yeah, to be well, a red flag, we're both. I think we're both pretty easygoing yeah. on, on most things. I know yeah. on there's certain topics that we're very decisive on but (laughs) (laughs) food for one yeah um but i think with certain things you've got to be decisive Mm -hmm. i think it's important or you're just not going to get anywhere yeah so okay last one it's like kind of weird um why is it weird i don't know excessive hair (laughs) uh well for a girl it's a little i mean for a guy it's not a deal breaker because you can get rid of it hair on the head are we talking no well I don't want to say okay, it's a deal breaker for me if they don't want to get like if they're really like yeah. gorilla looking all over their body. <laughs> I don't like a lot of hair. I don't like hair. <laughs> I don't like if they have like all over we their body. We saw back. a few of those in Grand Canyon. Yeah, they, I, there was one. I'm not joking. I know we were in Grand Canyon when we were at the grocery store. We were in Kroger and Rockwell. Oh, yeah. We could have made a blanket. I thought oh, I thought he had like sleeves on him because he was so hairy everywhere. <laughs> and it was like he was wearing a tank top and it was all over the back of him. Like, on his back. It was everywhere. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, well, I'm like, I don't like shit. Like, I'm a guy. Well, girls are, like, kind of, I don't know. I guess girls can be hairy, but. Um, Please, no. <laughs> I guess that's Taylor's. I mean, that's Taylor's I, answer. like, we have laser hair removal, so I'm like, I clearly don't like hair, but. 
I can't yeah. stand it. I'm kind of weird about hair. I, I don't know, being a guy. So <laughs> I would say excessive hair, no for me. Yeah, okay. So I, yeah, he's, that's definitely his stance. I, yeah, I don't like hair either. I don't like, I don't like on a guy when they have like, I get some people think it's manly. I don't like chest hair. Like I don't mind like a little, I don't like stubble. I don't mind like some scruff. I don't like like full on like curly. It like grosses me out. I'm like, I don't want to see that. But I know some girls are like really into that. They think it's like manly. I'm like, I don't, I, on a head, I know some guys can't control it. Obviously, like I'm not really into like the balding look. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good thing Taylor has like a lot of hair. Well, they have, you can get a hair transplant. Yeah, so people just snap their beards and get a hair transplant. Well, I know what I'm doing if I'm going bald. Going transplant. I'm leaving you, that's it. No. Um, It's more for me like the rest of like on their chest. I mean, I, yeah, if they had like back hair, I would definitely be like, I need to shave that off for you or wax it. You'd be (laughs) shaving it off, yeah, for me. Because I don't want to be on the beach. Like, it's not about me, but it kind of No, I mean, I just, I don't, yeah, it grosses me out. I don't mind, like, any other hair, but, yeah, and, like, as long as they're groomed, but besides that. Yeah, I think, well, we all kind of came to consensus that we don't But it's like not it. a deal breaker as long as they won't do it. Yeah, it's a deal breaker if they don't want to get rid of it. Okay. You just got to be fairly well groomed, you know. I think, I think we had enough. Everything was basically a deal breaker. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, maybe. But as I said, yes. you guys know why I'm single now. So if you guys have the magical person for me, you can let me know. Okay. Well, I think that's enough. That is all we have for this week. That was a lot of information, a lot of opinions. Speaking of opinions, that was a lot of opinions. We will be back next week with more topics. Please don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and if you guys have any topic ideas, you can send them to, or anything you want to write in about, you can send it to Double Dose Blog, D-O-U-B-L-E-D-O-S-E-B-L-O-G at gmail.com, and then you can find us on Instagram at Alexis.BellBell and at Samantha Bell.